And there's no doubt that one of the, uh, the real mysteries of my own uh, record collection is uh, trying to figure out uh, just where in the hell all these records came from, especially ones that I have no recollection of buying or you know, ever seeing the band in question perform live. It's enough to make a fella wonder, I tell ya. Uh, that was music from a group called the Bimbo Shrineheads from a seven-inch single called Me, uh, Me Da Una Rabia, which uh, looks to have come out on the Tulpa record label and Vandal Children. I vaguely remember both of these labels as being uh, pretty punk rocking uh, from uh, the time this was released, which was the early 90s. Um, the Bimbo Shrineheads, 33 and a third, seven-inch record thing a song called Tompkins Square. It has the visual aesthetic of, uh, I don't know, maybe something between a crass record and one of those bands that you'd go see performed down on, you know, in, in some bombed out squat in the Lower East Side circa 1991. Uh, I don't know, it sort of seems like this would have had some peripheral involvement with uh, ABC No Rio kind of bands of that era. And maybe that's where I got it. Who knows? I don't remember. And I don't ever actually remember listening to it much, but I finally just took it out and tried to, you know, wrap my head around this. And it's pretty great. Uh, produced by Wayne Rogers, of all people, or recorded by Wayne Rogers. Uh, you know, presumably it's the same Wayne Rogers who's in the uh, Major Stars, uh, which leads me to believe that perhaps this band was from somewhere in the uh, Massachusetts area. Although now I'm looking inside the insert, and there's a P.O. box in Willimantic, Connecticut. Never mind what I've just said. Anyway, the Bimbo Shrineheads with a great track called Tompkins Square from, uh, once again, their Meda Una Rabia 7-inch single. Also, music from the Monarchs. Um, from a 7-inch simply called In Mono, that was Dead Boyfriend, uh, recorded with two mics in the Hughes basement of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, and I think that's a boast, not so much an excuse. This came out on the Great Bulb label um, years back. Uh, the Monarchs, a really great band who have a couple other singles. In fact, i got another one here sitting in front of me, also on the Bulb label, um, which, is, uh, which is pretty great. I guess this one that we heard was their first single. And uh, I believe they have an album on, or maybe at least other singles on the German pinup record label. But now I'm going from memory. I have no internet at my disposal at the moment, so uh, don't quote me on that. But a great band featuring the uh, hollering vocals of Miss Sarah McCabe, fronting the Monarchs there, doing a great job with Dead Boyfriend. And starting the, uh, the podcast off uh, this morning, afternoon, evening, middle of the night, whenever the hell it is you're listening, uh, wherever it is that you come from, we had the great sounds of a group called Slant Six, who released two albums and a seven-inch single all on the Discord label. Uh, that was the B-side um, from the 1993 single, which was called 3030 Vision. And uh, definitely check out anything and everything you can get your hands on by uh, Slant Six. They are truly, truly one of the great uh, bands of the era. And I don't want to say overlooked, although it seems like they were never quite getting the same amount of, of hype as, uh, I don't know, their contemporaries like you know, Jawbox or Fugazi or whoever, the label mates from around uh, Washington, D.C. Maybe they didn't do as much active touring in, uh, in the uh, New York City area. And maybe that's why. It seems like every three months, Jawbox was coming around, but uh, I never actually got to see Slant 6, which is a big bummer. Like I said, the song called 3030 Vision. All this week, all for you on the Anti-Static Podcast, where we take a spin back and look through um, all the uh, great avalanche of 1990s independent 45s that were released. And, uh, you know, lots of them got a lot of play on college radio and kind of, uh, you know, vaulted bands to international indie rock superstardom. And that's all well and good, but we, uh, on this show, anyway, we try to, you know, uh, check out the ones that uh, didn't do that. 
Just because, as I always say, it's much more fun to, you know, investigate the stuff that falls through the cracks rather than just nod in agreement with what all those English major rock critic types are always yapping about on their blogs nowadays. And uh, this is an all, um, uh, actually, it was sort of unintentional, but then we decided to roll with it. We're just focusing on a lot of women's artists, um, uh, women artists, I should say, uh, in this week's edition of the show. All those bands fronted by or completely uh, comprised of women. And uh, that'll continue for the fourth song this week. This is usually a three-song podcast, but since I was a total chowderhead last week and I actually uh, re-aired a song that I've already featured on this program, we decided to do four this week. So I hope that's okay. And uh, and why not focus on women artists, uh, you know, when looking back at 1990s independent releases, since it was the era of the Riot Girl uh, movement and all the, uh, the fallout of, of that. And uh, it produced a lot of really, really great releases, a great time for women in music. So certainly plenty of releases to, uh, to look back fondly on and reinvestigate here and now from this high and desolate place at the end of human history that you and I know as 2007. We're going to wrap it up with uh, probably one of the most iconic female bands of the uh, 1980s and 90s uh, and beyond. I believe they still actually get together and play once in a while uh, in their home state of Ohio. We're going to hear Scrawl off of the, um, which one is this? For one of these uh, Simple Machine compilations, uh, which came out. This is the Lever compilation. Uh, this is uh, something that Simple Machines did um, back in, I guess it was the early 90s. These were coming out. Uh, a series of compilations uh, all dedicated to the Oh, crap, how many? Five Simple Machines? Is that how many there are? Oh, it's been so long since high school science class. Uh, anyway, this one was called Lever, and it featured the uh, amazing sounds of groups like Severin, Autoclave, Circus Lupus, and the group we're going to hear. They're called Scrawl, and uh, we're going to hear them right now on the Anti-Static Podcast. Thanks for checking this out. This is all made possible by WFMU.org. WFMU is a listener-sponsored, non-commercial, free-form radio station that broadcasts from Jersey City, New Jersey. The name of this podcast is Anti-Static. My name is Michael Pika. Thanks for checking it out, and we'll see you next week. This, as promised, is Scrawl. <laughs>